Simone, Simone Romagnoli. I think we're going to give the asshole of the week very early here. Simone Romagnoli. <laughs> why, why did... I'm sorry, my friend. You get it. You get it. AS of the week. We're going to ship over a nice big old basket why you... of Maxi Angelo's ill tissues. Why do you want... That, that's what you get if you're asshole of the week. He's asshole of the week. Why do you want to give him uh, asshole of the week? Can you elaborate? Of course. We talked about this before. He scored an own goal. He was... He all... Inter were doing for the first and the second goal and the third one as well. Perisic was going down the left, so Flamosi sort of had to push up to interact with him. He wasn't winning the ball, so then what was happening was Chanahoglu was going, hmm, no problem, I'll jump into that space. Barella was going, I'll push up too. Correa was doing the same. Dumfries was coming through the right. Romagnoli kept get being dragged out of space on these sort of the, the the right half spaces. Because of that, Inter just kept crossing the ball from the right and they already had players flooding in, which led to the goals happening, which was basically what was happening um, to Romagnoli on game. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, there you go. Huh? A bit of tactics on tactics, tactics on tactics this week. Tactics, asshole of the week. What a... What a Tactics are so that's what I'm talking. I can't wait for somebody to be in the DMs and be like, "No, you idiot, you know nothing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also uh, two points I want to make out of this game, uh, or more of more of a shout out. I think that I think that uh, Perisic deserves a lot more credit than what he's getting. He's a he's been fantastic this season. Absolutely a huge. A huge asset for Inter. He's been uh, so good. We haven't heard Jack out of Robin Gosens. That's how good he's been. Yeah, he he's crossing it. He's turning up and striking it into the goal. Yeah, amazing season by uh, Ivan Perisic. Um, kind of makes you wonder if if any any club will pursue him? him this summer again. I mean, at his by, age. By, Bayern were there last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was very good for Bayern. Um, yeah. And and sorry, also Andrea Pinamonti. What a, what a gem Inter have there. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we Pinamonti scored and he's on loan at Inter? Do we picture them taking him back, or are, are we? Do we do we see a, a big tug of war going on for Gianluca Scamacca and Inter are probably the favourites for that? I would say. I mean, it's not going to be Juve because they have Vlaovic. So I think it's it's a cross between the Milan clubs. Yeah, I I'm not sure Milan will go for Scamacca to be honest. Uh, I think that Inter will go will pursue him the hardest. I guess and if if Inter sign uh, Scamacca, I would say that Pinamonti will probably be so. Pinamonti. I think. Uh, Pinamonti. Pinamonti. No, but I I I can't see them loan him for another season. He's been alone at Genoa last season and this season at Empoli. I think that he. If he if he can't get any regular, uh, maybe not regular, but any minutes at Inter, I think that he wants to find another destination where he will get regular minutes and kind of can establish himself and mm. uh, establish a base as of sorts. Um, that that's just what I'm thinking. Um, but it will probably go down a lot. Of, uh, to what will happen to Skamaka. Mm. Uh, I mean, some, some interesting loanies to come back then. Uh, Pinamonti to Inter, Pobega to, uh, to AC Milan as well. I don't know why it tends to happen in, in certain clubs where 
players need a new lease of life or there's just less pressure on them. I look at Kulisevsky at Parma as well, and now he's at Tottenham flying at Juventus. <laughs> Tottenham, sorry, my bad. Yeah. I literally was I literally had Tottenham in my brain and then I said Juventus. Case Kifiko. Case Kifiko. Max didn't want him at at uh, Juve. Yeah. God bless whoever Max does want. <laughs> no, but I I think there's absolutely some interesting loanies and uh, for for Kolosevsky's case, I think Conte said even this last week or or this week that that they consider him a Tottenham Hotspur player and uh, that they will redeem him from his from his loan, um, which is understandable because he's been so good there with uh, with Son and. Harry Kane, uh, Pinamonti, as we said, will probably depend a lot on incomings for in the attacking department for, at Inter and uh, Pobega. I generally think that he will be a part of Milan next season. That's that's at least what what the reports from from the newspapers has uh, said. Yeah. Uh, so a crucial win for Inter as well, who do continue the the title race. AC Milan have Atalanta next week. Let's let's just preview this a little bit. Atalanta are now fighting for Europa League, like we said. This is now, I think, become yeah, for sure. Um, AC Milan's biggest game of the season. The the previous two games were, of course, very important, but this is hands down the toughest opponent. Um, we know how explosive uh, Atalanta can be. Um, Offensively, um, their big their biggest problem this season, I think, have been, oh, I would say probably a bit of both because they've not had the same um, results offensively as they they had in previous season, but maybe more so the the defense. Um, they've missed a lot of key players and and lost Robin Gosens mm. and Cody um, Romero, uh, so. Yeah, I think that that's been the, their biggest problem this season, and uh, Milan will have to can sort of capitalize on that. But uh, we all know what it, what a great team Atalanta can be on their day, and uh, now when they have some sort of motivation to to get a Europa League place for next season, I think that it will be an even harder game for Milan. Let's jump into what's going on at the uh, bottom of Serie because it is heating up, man. It's heating up. Like that little baby and gunner song, it's heating up. <laughs> yeah, everything. You like you like little baby? I don't know who it is. Nah, well, never mind. Google it after. Uh it it's heating up, and that Selene Tana Kalidi match was wild. That that was a wild ride. It was so much fun. Frank Ribery got a sending off in the 69th minute. He didn't even play a minute on the pitch. Simone Verdi scored a penalty on the 68th and Ribs got sent off a minute after. Ribs is Ribery. Uh, I, I think because Selenitana was celebrating too hard near Cagliari and then it just became a kerfuffle and he got sent off. Um, what happened after can only be described as just maddening hilarity. Yeah, it was a wild game. Did you see Did you see what happened with Cagliari's uh Cagliari got a penalty awarded because Seppe had, I think, the most catastrophic 30 seconds as a keeper that I've seen all year. Yeah, uh, we can describe it as a massive howler. Yeah, 
I don't. Somebody should put a clip up of what was going on, and then in the music background, put on the <laughs> and it would fit perfectly. He a cross comes out over. Firstly, he goes out to claim the ball. He drops the ball. As he's going to fist it away again, he makes contact with a Cagliari player and gets a penalty awarded against him. Somehow, it's given the opposite way and Cagliari don't get the penalty. I was confused at this. Uh, and then if that wasn't enough, Giorgio Altare scores in the 99th minute for Cagliari uh, and makes it 1-1. Selenitana leave with a point. Cagliari leave with a point. What this means is... Venezia on 20, 25 points, right, rock bottom. Salinitana, 17th, 30. Cagliari just below them, one point less on 29 in 18th. Genoa, 19th, just below Cagliari on 28 points. So we're heading into two games left, and there's two points between safety between Salinitana and uh, Genoa. Yeah, pretty much everything you didn't expect to happen in the, in the relegation battle happened this it was this just that, seeing that brawl seeing that kerfuffle and like the flashes of of the yellow bibs just going up and down and everyone going what what the hell is going on there was a big kerfuffle and i was like they, they scored a penalty shouldn't shouldn't one team be happy and the other going back to the kickoff getting ready yeah to be honest i i want to say that uh, the the game between salernitana and Cagliari was the most entertaining game this this uh weekend uh, because there was so much happening in that game if if, if it just ended 1-1 but man so much happened in that game yeah go back and watch the highlights if you can at the very very least please do because you will not regret you will not regret it what this means though let's dedicate a little bit of time to uh Seleni Tana. i'm giving him the goats of the week yeah i what do you think? i agree with you Seleni Tana now uh, six games unbeaten since April, since the beginning of, of April, or oh, halfway, sorry, like 10th. Beat Sampdoria, beat Udinese, beat Fiorentina, almost beat Atalanta, were like 10 minutes or three minutes away from doing so. Beat Venezia, then drew with Cagliari. It's been an amazing run. We have to say a big apology for everybody out of the Salernitana fans this year. This is an astonishing escape. If it, If they pull it off, they are the escapologists of the last yeah. 10 years for me. And David Nicola is Harry Houdini. He's, he's Italian's uh, answer to Big Sam Allardyce, and he's got nicer hair. Yeah, a lot nicer. Yeah, nobody expected it. We we counted them out uh, several weeks ago, um, but they they just struck back. And now, right now, when we were recording, they are on safe ground. Um, let's see what happens in the next two games. but. What an effort they've they've had this uh, this spring, and uh, David and Nicola can't get enough praise for in my books because yeah, it's such an uh, such an accomplishment um, for for him and of course for the team. Yeah, um, it, Genoa will now play Napoli away. And then they play Bologna at home. Cagliari go to Inter Milan next week. And Salernitana still have to play, uh, I believe it's Venezia. Let me just quickly double check that. Or they don't have to play Venezia. I know they have to play Empoli. 
No, yeah. They play Empoli and Udinese. Empoli and Udinese. In the form they're in, um, those are two possible winnable games for them, or they're just two games where they get points. Because every time I see them now, and I saw them against Atalanta, I saw them against Fiorentina, and a large portion uh, against Sampdoria and Udinese. They're just playing like that team now that has found that end of season vigor. So like certain players are doing certain things that they would not normally do, right? Unless they were fighting for their lives. So uh, Simone Verdi is such an important player for them. Um, Milan Juric, I don't know how many times I've said it, but he's such a problem and a nuisance as a target man. Yeah. Um, I I basically don't have anything to add to that. I thought you said it perfectly. Oh, lovely. Thanks very much, Max. <laughs> Tell you what, just take just take the rest of the podcast off and I'll just chat crap. <laughs> I, I was I was thinking of stuff to say and you just crossed them off. Oh, sorry, sorry. Who do we who do we think is going down then? I know this maybe changes every week. Uh, I, I still think that Venezia will go down. Uh, and probably Probably Genoa too. Or no, I will say that I think that Venezia and Cagliari will go down and then it's between uh, Salernitana and Genoa for the last spot. But I do think that Gen- uh, Salernitana will take it. Hmm. Because I I, didn't, I don't know. Did you watch the game uh, against uh, uh, Juventus uh, against Genoa? I, I saw like the end of it, but there's only so much of Allegri ball you can watch. Yeah. But basically, uh, Genoa, you could see the same kind of fighting spirit uh, that Salernitana has shown. Not, not in the same extent, but you could see that they they really don't mm. want to go down and they are fighting for their lives to, to not go down. And so far, I haven't seen the same fighting spirit in Cagliari and Venezia. Uh, Venezia had a terrific uh, turnaround against uh, Bologna this weekend, but yeah, I still didn't see see it in at least in the same extent as Salernitana and Genoa, especially Salernitana because I th- I think it I think it might just be too little too late for Venezia. Yeah. Uh but in terms of Salernitana Calgary, Genoa, all to play for. Yeah. And uh, lastly, uh, the fan favorite category, uh goal of the week. Yeah, yeah. Well I kinda of, Yeah, I, yeah. I kinda of gave mine to Salernitana already. Um yeah, so because you did that, I will give God of the Week. Uh, it's it's tough to not give it to Caprari, you doggy, or you dog, or any any of our our guys. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is a player God of the Week. Yeah, but we we've decided to give it to, to Salernitana because their battle to to fight relegation is so impressive and. Uh, how many games did we say it was? Six games now undefeated? Yeah. Yeah. Six undefeated. Yeah. And seeing to where they were and where they are now, that's one hell of a journey and one hell of a performance overall. So I I think that uh, they deserve it this week, even though they they lost their lead very, very late on against, against Cagliari. Yeah. Uh, Probably the deservedly so for for Cagliari because they had a penalty which they should have gotten in my in my opinion. Um, but yeah, still uh, a, a huge point and it keeps them above the relegation battle. And 
I I personally hope they stay up because this is a saga you want to have a happy ending to because yeah it would be such an anticlimax now to see them go down after this after this uh, that's right yeah battle. Uh, we've become Salernitana haters to Salernitana lovers thank you very much David Nicola make love not war yeah well I don't know where that came from but uh... I don't know either <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> but yes, don't. I just, to the, I just uh, thought of peace to the to the people out there. Watch Syria, make love, not war. Um, yeah, yes. You know, have a good time with with whatever you're doing in life. There's no COVID anymore. Try it. Try and get yes. um, your haircuts or hairstyles as nice as Sandra Tonali and David Nicolas, and and try not to be as upset as. Uh, Dusan Vlavic was on the bench this week when he realised, oh my God, I'm playing for Max Allegri and we're losing one, <laughs> yeah. two, one to Genoa. And let's just imagine that my make love not war statement was a nice testament to the word because it's um, it's a tough time we're living in and we don't need any more negativity. So make love, not war. There we go. Max coming with the sentimentality. Yes. That's what we do here on ADR. But... It's getting hot at the bottom. It's getting very, very hot at the top. We will be with you again next week, digesting all things culture, all things Syria. For this week, uh, thank you very much for listening, whether it's on Anchor, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Uh, please check out all the cool new articles and tidbits on breakingthelines.com. There should be very nice articles coming uh, on there about Erlen Braut Haaland very, very soon. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Maxi, as always, I bid you adieu. Have a good week. You too. Always a pleasure. <laughs>